the Video Gamer Podcast, episode 486. I'm your host, Josh Wise, joined as ever by Richmond Walker. Hello. 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 Um, something interesting. Mm. We couldn't do this last week because circumstances. Illness. Yeah. I had COVID quite badly and yeah. Matt was away. So he I, had, I, I, I did say that on Twitter to some people who were asking. I thought you won't well, mind. I, I didn't say it was you that, that got was it. it. I wondered why I wasn't hearing anything from the listeners. I was like, oh, either they don't care or they haven't noticed or oh, what's going on there? I Usually we get, I get people going, what, where's the pod this week? Nobody, yeah. not one. No, well, I think it's my fault a little bit because I didn't say who had it. I, the, I had a few people tweeting and I just went, oh, COVID-related business, uh, right. normal programming to resume. But I didn't say who because I thought... Well, well you know, it was me. Privacy. Me. Yeah, well, it was Rich, anyway. No, no it was um, me. But yeah. we had I've a couple still, people... I've still got a touch of it, by the way, if anyone uh, is interested. Yeah, yeah. <clears> you, 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 you sound all right, but it's the yeah. sort of thing that kind of lurks, <clears throat> doesn't it? Sort of lingers. Lingers, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I did get, got one from, got a little message from Lawrence Wells saying, uh, glad you're back. Uh, oh, nice. Missed, uh, he says, I missed my visit to the Joshiverse last week, so that's annoying. <laughs> um, yes, I'm glad that's caught on. Yeah, yeah. I got no one. likes for that tweet. I thought yeah. it was genius, and they got nothing. <laughs> I said, um, "You're part of the Josh Averse," and I said, "I'm Josh Averse," and I thought it was brilliant. Oh, that's quite good. That yeah, no, nobody, no engagement, nothing. Unreal. This is why this is why social media is rubbish. <laughs> Do you know what though? I didn't even see that tweet, which is weird. Because usually, when you tweet, it like it pops straight up on my feed. They yeah. they know what's good. They know what I like. Well, but, this is um, pre Musk as well. You know, yeah, I'm not yeah. paying for a blue tick. He's fiddling with the. You know, you're not going to blue tick yourself. <laughs> no, forget <laughs> it. No chance. What's that now? Eight pounds. Eight dollars or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I love throwing money away. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it'd be totally worth it. I mean, I could pay. Mm. I could pay to be the official Rich Walker. Mate, you could pay to be Al Pacino or something. You you could be anyone now. Yeah. 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 I know. It is good that. I, but I wouldn't yeah, be Al Pacino though. I'd be you, and I'd deliver a series of sort of <laughs> clever. It'd be. It'd be. I think I'd be quite good at that. I think well, there I'd you be... go. People would know it wasn't me if it's clever. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I'll be clever in the impersonate because I'll do oh, stuff right. like you know. I'll say to people, "Ah, oh, tempted by that new uh, Lego set of Mister Freeze," mm. and everyone would go, "Oh, that is rich, actually. Yeah, he's like, he's <laughs> yeah. loving." <laughs> yeah. So you'd basically impersonate me and just accurately, just accurately say what tweet. I would say. <laughs> so tweet it's, it's your... nothing. <laughs> Yeah, that's good, isn't it? <laughs> just tweet your brand, yeah. Oh dear, yeah. Well, so, do you, were you just um, just kind of vegging out over the weekend? Then I guess you because you were still kind of sleep. ill. Yeah, a lot of sleep, really. Yeah, that um, sucks. That sucks. Yeah, I mean, I still found time to play stuff because I had to. Yeah, I was in the throes of COVID when I was reviewing God of War Ragnarok. Ooh, <coughs> um, blimey! So yeah, yeah. but uh, you know, I managed to do it. Feeling, feeling the uh, the thimble winter of your, you know, of your yeah, God, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like I was there. Mm. Yeah, I, I found myself up in uh, Norfolk over the weekend. 
Lovely. Little, little, Norfolk uh, Knights. Yeah, yeah, Norfolk. <laughs> I, did, I had a Norfolk Knight. It was quite quick, though, because I, I, no, no messing about, because I booked some train tickets. It was a, a friend's uh, civil partnership. So I was like, oh, nice. this, will, this will be nice. I go and you know, see some old friends. And stuff. It, there was a little <coughs> cheeky rail strike, wasn't there? Uh, yeah. And there was three of them, and, and like the one right in the middle fell on the Saturday when I was supposed to be travelling. So that was good. So I had to. So I refunded that and had to. I got a coach, National Express. Which oh uh, dear. Yeah. Well, this is what I was because th- I yeah I've not gone on a National Express in like years and actually mm. when I was getting on the bus it reminded me of like school trips. Yeah. Because I, well, I used to go to school on a coach every th- day. So really. Yeah, so it reminded me of just of school. Full <laughs> you, stop. I forget you grew up in like Middle Earth, basically. Yeah, you yeah. grew up in Hobbiton. Um, mm-hmm, yeah, much. well, I was, yeah, I was sort of getting on, and I was like, oh shit, yeah, I've not been on a coach in years. But you know what? It's actually just really nice, just like really plush seats with. Yeah, um, oh really? Mm, like oh, really, really nice, and mm. uh, every the back of every seat, cheeky mm. little USB charging point, wasn't it? Oh, that's all right. Yeah. See, my overriding memory of coach trips are lack of space, n- no leg room, just <laughs> crammed in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and just generally unpleasant. And also, when I was a kid, at least, uh, but not so much these days, uh, just like weird travel sickness on a coach for some reason. It's when, yeah. it, it's when it turns corners and you get, you get a bit lurchy, you know, and it's like, yeah, yeah. Also, when you're a kid... Some coaches, when I was growing up, I don't know if it's the case anymore, just didn't have a toilet. (laughs) So if you were stuck on a coach for like four hours and you were a kid, you know, Mm. uh, (laughs) my dad, my dad, um, I don't don't know if I should be telling this story. (laughs) We went to, um, uh, I think it was like Devon or somewhere or or some godforsaken place like Rail or something. (laughs) And um, on the way back... My sister needed the loo, and he made her go in like a bucket, like a, you know, a bucket from oh, the beach, no. bucket and spade. And as a form of protest, he left it under a seat on the coach oh, for the driver no. to discover. So well, I feel do- like, you've <laughs> dobbed your dad in, and what, we won't name the coach company. You probably can't even remember the coach. I can't company. remember it. No. But I'm, they're probably out of business, and the statute of limitations <laughs> surely has got to be up on this now. It's like twenty or twenty-five years ago. Or well, something. listen, if you, if someone out there. Has heard this and poor coach you, driver. Who had yeah, to mop some up poor a coach. Of piss. <laughs> <laughs> not because the thing is, you're probably not going to forget that. No, if it was in traumatic. like a sort of you know bucket and spade, you're probably going to be the the guy that says, "Hey, do you remember that time I found a bucket of piss under the yeah. seat?" <laughs> I, I so, thought it was awful. I remember is, pleading yeah. with my dad not to do it. Going, mm. dad, don't don't do that. It's awful. He's mm. like, no. If they can't put a toilet on the coach, this oh, is the only way God. they'll learn. Yeah. Well, I'm pleased to say, well, <laughs> apologies to that coach driver, wherever you yeah. are, just in case yeah. you're listening. Um, Rich, is, Rich, is, Rich, Rich regrets it. Well, he didn't do it, but he <laughs> I didn't it do still. it. Yeah. He regrets it on I behalf tried to of prevent someone else. It. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, uh, but the, yeah, good, good, good toilet on the coach I was on. Pleased to report. Pleased to report. Good. Good, good, good toilet. Stuff. Good quality coach, uh, and a good weekend was had by all. I was staying in a little oh, good. little village called Akel, little charming little little village with a funny nice. name, which I quite yeah. like the name Akel. It's 
quite good. Oh, mate. I love little um, villages with silly names. I know. Yeah, there's something charming about it. Mm. Like, you you, you just sort of, oh, it's one road and a bank and, like, a few little cheeky shops, like a little little (laughs) pub and a little bakery. And I was like, it's just a little bit of acre, you know? Don't worry Mm. about it. Enjoy myself. But, yeah, so that was good. No video games. Did think about bringing uh, my Nintendo Switch for a bit of uh, Bayonetta 3 action. Mm. Um, In the end, I didn't because I remembered... That I think if I do that on a coach, I get sick. Yeah, I, I'm I, the same. Yeah, I, I I can't I can't look down at something no. and be moving. Otherwise, no. yeah, I mean, it, God, it's, it's, it's rough. Can you do yeah. it on planes? By the way, some people can like. Um, I think I can on a plane possibly because there's no sense of like motion. Yeah, I think I have on a plane. Yeah, yeah. I, I generally watch a couple of films on a plane though. Mm. Mm. I think I can on a plane. I think it's just the swervy swerve of uh, English roads just does me in. Don't like it. Yeah. Anyway. uh, Nasty stuff. We got some bumper bumper stuff this week because obviously, you know, COVID related delays uh, last Mm. week. So we got a bit bit of a news clog up. Uh, But actually also last week, we, I think, could not talk about God of War because of when the days fell and the embargo lifted anyway. So this week... Talking mm-hmm. about it loads, so brace yourself for that. Uh, yeah. lo- load of good news, and obviously mm. then you know the quiz, the quiz ongoing. Some controversy. We got some more people reaching out about the quiz controversy, which you'll be loving. Um, okay. So I, I don't, I don't remember what the controversy was. I think um, it was uh, that Matt, that you dobbed Matt in because he didn't say the right name for the James Cameron Avatar game. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He still won though, didn't he? Uh, well, it's on hold. Oh. Yeah, I was yeah. only joking. Well, yeah, the, but the listeners take it seriously, you see. So. Well, calm down, <clears throat> chill out. That's <laughs> what I'll say to them. Excellent. <clears throat> right, have a jingle then, uh, and we'll, we'll we'll talk video games. Oh, 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 God. Hot dog. Oh, man. Dog, D, dog. Dog, dog, and dog, and dog, 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 Before we get into the big, big, big God of War belly badness, I'm going to get on with some mm. Bayonetta 3, which is a cracker. Um, Still got it nice and shrink-wrapped on uh, are you, Have you got it, have you? My shelf. Oh, yeah, I got it day one, and then yeah. I was like, well, I can't play this. So on the shelf you go. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I have to admit, I am guilty of that myself, because when I got the review copy through... Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I haven't played any Bayonetta game in just ages. Like, I I, I remember Bayonetta 1, and Mm -hmm. I I don't, I I never played Bayonetta 2 because I didn't have a Wii U at the time, and then, of course, it was ported over to the (coughs) Switch, which was very nice. Yeah, I'm I'm up to date, mate. I mean, yeah. yeah. You're ready to rock and roll. Done them both, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. well, I have now. Uh, because I bought the... If you buy Bayonetta 2 on Switch, you just get a little download code for Bayonetta 1 as well. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. And no, and I didn't know that, and, I, and it was shrink-wrapped. A lot. I've got various Switch games which are still in the shrink-wrap, and I sort of went to the shelf thought, oh, it's a good job I bought oh. Bayonetta 2. Hold um, on, yeah, no, I did know that, because I have that. I thought you were talking about the digital version. What, of Bayonetta 2? Yeah. 
No, no, no. The, on the physical right. one, yeah, you get a oh, little yeah, download. Oh, yeah, I've got the same thing. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's lovely. I love that. I'm all about mm. that. Um, so I downloaded one and two and three, mm-hmm. and uh, and and rinsed rinsed through them. Uh, Bayonetta, Bayonetta three is um, <clears throat> the good news is it's more of the same good stuff. Uh, if you mm-hmm. like the previous Bayonettas, you're probably going to like this one. It's a bit easier. I will say that much. the The kind of premise of the game <clears throat> is that some bad stuff's happening, as it as mm-hmm. it often does in Bayonetta's yeah. world. Bayonetta is a a witch mm-hmm. who uh, <clears throat> she's part an angel, yeah, an Umbra witch, <clears throat> and which yeah. is like she's part devil, part angel. She's going to hell, but she's living a good life in the meantime. Um, mm-hmm. Superpowers. She's got guns. She wears stiletto heels and uh, uh, with firearms on them, and so she can, you know, kick people in the head. But then Parsley, straight away, say Rosemary and Time. Is that right? Yeah. Although they yeah. change with each game. Scarborough Fair, aren't they? Yeah, oh, I think they're in, different. Yeah, I think in Bayonetta mm. two, it's like Scarborough Fair and something. Yes, yeah, Scarborough Fair, Parsley, Sage, Rosemary, and Time, and then I think they change in three again because she gets they, they make a whole thing where at the beginning of two and at the beginning of three her old guns break and so she gets the the fella no. to serve up some new guns but the ones in three are great they've got three barrels on the gun oh, you know spend it three um sure. <clears throat> so she's doing her stuff she's loving life and mm-hmm. uh, a load of bad stuff happens basically big big villainous bad stuff yeah and the sort of premise of bayonetta three is a kind of they're doing like a multiverse basically. So there's uh, <coughs> lots of different realities bleeding into each other, um, and it entails lots of different bayonetas as well. There's an ancient Egyptian bayonetta and a kind of uh, burlesque Parisian bayonetta, and oh, there's all sorts of stuff. It kind of kind of reminds me of the whole Marvel thing or the, or that other right. thing. Uh, but 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 everything everywhere all at once. You know, people people love multiverses these days, don't they? You know, th- things they crossing probably, yeah. over, things meeting other <coughs> things, all that mm. good stuff. Um, so they're kind of getting into it with Bayonetta, <coughs> and it works and it's good. But of course, what it lets them do is uh, kind of bleed levels into each other, so you can kind of be going along uh, in a mysterious cave, uh, hacking and slashing some beasties, and then all of a sudden reality kind of bends and warps and shifts and you kind of find yourself like in the middle of a subway train in like you know Shibuya in Tokyo and then you kind of get out and all of a sudden you're in the streets of Tokyo so some really cool kind of warpy level designs going on um Mm. and what I will say is I think it was probably quite a good call switching from Bayonetta 1 to 2 to 3 because right. you can kind of see how the series has changed as it's gone along. It's it's a lot more forgiving now. Um, in Bayonetta yeah, 1, this. you mm. really had to like dodge at the very last second to activate Witch Time, which if you do yeah. a very last minute dodge, for those that don't know, <clears throat> you dodge out the way of the thing and it activates a kind of slow motion. Yeah. Um, Super satisfying. But it's one of the best mechanics, uh, sort mm. of, just ever. I mean, it's up there with, like, active reload. And it's just a very simple mechanic that is mm-hmm. just fucking ace and really endlessly fun. Um, and 
it's and now that's actually quite figure you can you the, the timing window on that's pretty big now and you can get like platinum ratings quite easily in bayonetta 3 mm. the big thing is that bayonetta has these enormous like summons that she can kind of uh, pull into our world and she she shouts this really weird thing every time she does it she kind of she, it, it sounds like she's saying no, i don't know what she's saying <coughs> so i'm not going to you know but mm. it's what yeah, it sounds speculate i'm not gonna speculate <laughs> but it sounds like she's saying armabargo yeah that sounds wh- right which you know <clears throat> so that's armabargo she goes armabargo <laughs> every time it's probably which, some ancient uh, latin word or something which well i find it endlessly entertaining but what it looks mm. like is basically godzilla so she just okay. she, her hair turns into godzilla and that's then not that, new is it and then that allows her to... Was that why it wasn't in one? I'm sure it's in all of them, isn't it? But it's usually during combos and stuff. Well, th- no, but this is... Oh, no, yeah, yeah. You, you, and it, it'll sort of come out and, and sort of yeah. bite, bite someone in half, right? No, no, but this exactly, is like yeah. you control the thing. Like you are oh. the beast and you're kind of... Yeah, so there's like a thing in downtown Tokyo where... you mm-hmm. know, could keep the Godzilla vibes alive. Why not? Sure. And uh, yeah, you know, yeah. all the buildings are kind of uh, uh, you know falling down. You're sort of surfing this tide of buildings as this big uh, beastie bastard, uh, mm-hmm. you know, fighting against other beastie bastards. Um, it's a game of excess. You know, they're they're, they're all uh, games of excess. And uh, but but the, but the thing is, is that because of those massive sum, and there's all sorts of different ones. There's there's that one. There's a kind of mermaid one as well, and you can kind of switch between them. Huge! Th- you just press like one button, and they do a mm. massive swing, and they can clear out two, three enemies that would have taken you, you know, like a minute to fight all three of them or something. <laughs> but mm-hmm. one of the one of the effects of that is that you can kind of kind of brute force your way through to getting some platinum ratings on levels where you know in the in the first couple of games it would be it could be quite punishing yeah in uh, in the first couple of games and i mean you know that's that's all good stuff if you know there's nothing wrong with it with them turning it then you've got different difficulty options as well you can do sort of casual hardcore stuff um mm-hmm. the big thing <clears throat> or one of the big things is obviously the conversation around bayonetta which has to do with uh, Helena Taylor, and I know we've talked about that on this yes. uh, <clears throat> on this podcast because it, there was a problem with um, you know money and uh, controversy around Helena Taylor, uh, sort of basically a kind of pay dispute that got mm-hmm. um, slightly sort of dirty laundry vibes because it became you know they said this and she said that and. Did she did she want too much money? Probably not. Like she she said she wasn't treated fairly. Then it, it, he said he said she said it, it's a very it's a mm-hmm. whole difficult thing. The long and short of it is, uh, Jennifer Hale is now the voice of Bayonetta. Who, uh, I mean, if you're a you know a fan of the series, that's probably going to be a bit of a shame for you. Jennifer Hale's obviously just a very very good actor, uh, though. Yeah, you know, very very mm-hmm. talented voice actor, and she does a very very good job. Is it the Bayonetta that you know? Maybe not, but I mean, I think she does a decent job. Um, well, you bounced from one to two to three. Was <coughs> the transition jarring at all? Or it was. Well, it was. It yeah. was, no, jarring is perhaps the wrong word. It would be similar to going into Metal Gear Solid Five and just noting uh. that it was Kiefer Sutherland, and it's not bad because it's like, well, I like Kiefer Sutherland, you know. But it, mm. but it, I suppose it's a shame because of you know you've had lots of games where it's been David Hater and you you know you like David Hater. And you, and it's good, yeah. but you think, oh well, it's not that thing I know. And it, and it, you know, when you hear uh, Hale's performance, you do sort of think, huh, 
Yeah. Okay. That's different. That's that is different. That's a different bayonetta. She sounds like a it's like a different cat. Not not a bad thing. Um, you know, and and maybe you even prefer Hale's performance. As you know, come down to personal preference. But she does it. She does a good job. Yeah. Um, and I think it's excellent. And I think uh, Nintendo is probably pr- by some distance the best. <clears throat> they always get the best out of platinum. Yeah, Plat- platinum can sort of stray with other com- with other companies. You know, I know yeah. Metal-, Metal Gear Rising. Not not everyone. It's maybe not their best work. But some people, you know, it's decent enough. Um, oh, obviously, uh, Babylon's Fall, which we were talking about recently. Yeah, that, I mean that's um, the pinnacle, isn't it? <clears throat> I agree. That can be really up and down, and then there was because you love Gideon Coffins. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think that's. Haven't you game, changed game. your middle name to middle Gid- names to Gideon? Yeah, my both Gideon both middle <laughs> Gideon Coffin. Yeah. Well, if that's not game of the year, frankly, what is? Mm, mm-hmm. You know, um, a lot of people slagged it off. You know, but they do sort of Transformers. They do that Ninja Turtles game, all sorts of stuff. But when they're with Nintendo, they just have an outrageous. Uh, 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 sort of track record. I, th- I mean, I thought Astral Chain was like one of the best games of 2019. Yeah, I've been looking for a copy of that. Brilliant. <coughs> yeah, mm. that's if you like that. Uh, you know, you mm. like platinum being platinum. Um, Astral Chain was right up yeah. there. This, yeah, you're gonna. You, whenever you get around to it, you're gonna be absolutely loving uh, Bayonetta mm. Three. It's 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 more of the same in a good way. You know, that's do you what, think? That's um, what I'll say. Do you think Sega are looking across at Nintendo, cursing themselves? Because they allowed Bayonetta to slip away. I mean, <laughs> lest we forget, the first game was a Sega game, and they could have made the sequels, mm. and they didn't. They were like, "Nah, <laughs> we're not yeah. having any more of that." Yeah. What? Although they, I, but they did uh, have a ruddy good go, though. <clears throat> I think it just. What I do think you mean? Well, because they they published they also published Vanquish, right? They did. Oh yeah, they had a nice run of platinum, <clears throat> like amazing platinum games. I just don't understand why they weren't up for the sequels. Well, I, th- I think uh, the boring uh, answer to that is just money, isn't it? Because I, I know people well, yeah. like liked Bayonetta, but it never really set the tills alight. It's one of those games where it's like, it's cult, right? It's like the people that love it, love it, but it's, you know, it's not doing... Van- Vanquish even worse, I think. Uh, yeah. Vanquish what is wrong with you people? It's mad, what is the matter with you? Don't you yeah. like good things? <clears throat> yeah, and fair enough to Nintendo, because there was, you know, Bayonetta 2 was what, like five years later? It came out yeah. in 2014, and yeah. there was that definite feeling uh, in it with that, where it was like Nintendo was kind of determined to get to get that cult. For I mean, I think it needed like a, a a bit of an injection on the Wii U. So it's like, do you want to give Hideki Kamiya some 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 money to make Bayonetta two? Yeah, why not? Um, yeah, there you go. And now it's and now we're here off, with this it? one. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's top notch. Platinum doing what it does very well, and Kamiya doing what he does very well. Um, just fantastic stuff. Fantastic action stuff. Uh, very, lovely. Very lovely, um, lovely. <clears throat> but now we move on Yeah. Uh, to the big one, which is God of War Ragnarok, which mm. is one of the biggest games of the year certainly um gonna be the biggest game of the of the sort of christmas uh holiday period you know all that sort of stuff um Mm -hmm. so and it's suitably christmasy in it snowy yeah it's got snow yeah that's Uh, about it well there's mention of mistletoe as well true um yeah so the premise got a sled 
It's got a sled. Yeah, and actually, yeah. It's, it's a very festive game. And Kratos has a big beard, and so does Santa Claus. Oh, Santa Monica Studio. Mm. Can you release a Santa Claus skin for Kratos, please? And actually, they are called Santa Monica. Yeah, exactly. You so have to. It's all coming together. Do it. Um, so the story is, it takes place about three years after the kind of main events of the first game. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the nine realms are yeah. uh, uh, being uh, beset by something called Fimble Winter, which is a kind of endless uh, winter where everything's... Although not everything is actually cold, it affects the different realms uh, differently. In different um, ways. In yeah. different ways. <clears throat> uh, but mm-hmm. basically the cliff notes are, it's fucked. Everything's fucked. Uh, we're getting yeah. towards... I think that's... Uh, um I think that's in the story itself, isn't it? That's isn't that, in the law codex. The wording they use. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And uh, so the pre- so the premise is that uh, Kratos and his son Atreus, who's now a little lad of I think fourteen ish, mm. um, mm-hmm. he's a bit bit a little bit older, and he's sort of coming into some of his own powers. Uh, there'll be I guess some light spoilers here because we'll sort of talk about stuff that happened in the first game to kind of talk about it here. Um, yeah, very he, light. Very light. His name's Atreus, but his other name is Loki. Uh, so he fits into uh, Norse mythology. It's all prophecies, and some people like yeah. to call him Loki. Other people. What we should have know. said is pause it here, go and play God of War 2018, and yeah. then come back. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we should have said. Oh, yeah. Oops, it's too but, late now. You know, but, the, but <laughs> actually, also, at the same time, why haven't you? Why haven't you? You know, go mm. go and get <laughs> so you just so you deserve it. Yeah, go yeah. go and play that and then come Silly. back. Um, Silly this, Billy. There is there is the definite <coughs> feeling with this game uh, of a kind of um, like it was made at the same like it's one big thing that's been cut into two. That's mm. that's kind of that's my that's my sort of feeling. Story wise, although going back to the uh, twenty eighteen one, it feels different. Mm-hmm. It really mm. kind of um, galvanised in my head my kind of thoughts about the new one, going back to the old one. Mm. I was like, ooh, the combat's not quite as nice, it's not quite as slick. Mm. Some of Kratos' abilities aren't as, you know, tasty and fluid. Yeah, yeah. It's got some nice nice little tweaks on combat. Mm. I didn't notice any of that, um, but that that's because I didn't go back and play God of War 1 in fairly close proximity to it. Boo. So it sort of... Feels quite, which is an interesting argument because if something feels like I remember it, that's mm. <laughs> that's good enough. That's, I guess that's sort of like a good thing. Yeah, it's like yeah, mm. they tell me it's faster and more fluid. I go great, you know. But it's it's roughly well, how I, you know how I remember it. But that's a good thing, I think. Yeah, I sort of wanted to check whether it was, was actually faster and more fluid, and it's quite remarkable how different they feel. Um, mm. I mean, fundamentally, it's the same. <clears throat> yeah, you know, it's it's more of the same. The nuts and bolts the o- of the thing. The over sh- over the shoulder perspective. You've got the axe. Yeah. You've got the blades of chaos. You've got the shield. You've got the parries. You've got the blocks. You've got the little goblin fellas. Um, but yeah, and the the sort of so the premise is they want to stop uh, Ragnarok. Um, yep. Loki is kind of or Atreus is kind of curious about his nature, about the nature of the giants uh, who um, were sort of talked about in the first game. His mother was one of the giants. Um, they are they are in Jotunheim and they've sort of disappeared. Um, we have uh, Thor who made an appearance. I actually forgot that Thor made technically made yeah. an appearance in the first. I thought that was part of a 
reveal trailer at like a state of play. But actually, <coughs> I, I, I watched there's the a recap of, uh, on them. Yeah. On the, and actually, it's kind of cool because like they have the older Atreus in the first God of War. Oh. Like 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 when you watch the Thor yeah. clip, Atreus's voice is broken at the end. So it's like they clearly like knew exactly what was you know. Anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, you got the bit of Thor. You got a bit of Odin, who is quite funny because it's played. <laughs> Odin's played by Richard Schiff, which yeah, I, I West found Wing fame. <laughs> well, yeah, know, I didn't tell you this. <laughs> I, I'd been playing Ragnarok for ages, and I'd done some bits with him in it, mm. and I. I you know, thought I'd take a break from the game, and mm-hmm. I turned on the TV, and he was there in the Good Doctor. <laughs> like, I was like, "Oh, what a coincidence!" <laughs> yeah, just Excellent. happened to be on the channel I'd left the telly. Oh, that's on. great! That funny. Yeah, no, that's good mm-hmm. stuff. That's good stuff. A little bit of Odin mm-hmm. on the, you know, yeah, yeah. the good, the good Doctor yeah, Odin. Um, yeah, he's trying to do his his mischievous stuff. He's trying to yeah. find out about the nature of the universe and all sorts of stuff. You, you know, we get a bit of Asgard. We get a bit of all sorts in this game. Uh, mm. It feels very much to me. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so, 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 first things first. Good, loving the combat. Um, I think Santa Monica do this very, very well. It's a big, absolutely massive, unbelievably huge AAA blockbuster with all the fucking money yeah. in the world on yeah. it, and that. With everything that gives you, and also everything that that doesn't give you, like it's re- it's really weird. Like it, it looks beautiful, the animations are incredible. Is it a guarantee of a good game? Not always, but what it is a guarantee of is just a sort of outstanding level of craft and artistry in sort of like world design, character design. Um, and it happens to be a brilliant game, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I, I, mm. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's very, very good. I think. Um, <laughs> I think God of War twenty eighteen feels almost like the kind of ground zeros to this game's Phantom Pain. It's like yeah, that that's game. A good, um, it, that's a good analogy, actually. It may be a yeah. bit of an extreme analogy because I know yeah, you know, ground but it zero sort of works. Yeah, th- this game is 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 very very big time. Um, I know you. Uh, your completion time was like. 35 hours i know you did a lot of the yeah. side stuff right uh, uh, yeah I, I i couldn't help myself i'd be mm. trying to because you know we had the game quite a long time for review mm. so i thought well i'll take my time i'll immerse myself in it i'd play it like i would if i wasn't reviewing it mm. um if you know what i mean mm-hmm. i won't rush Mm-hmm. Um, and then time gradually crept up on me. I kept finding myself <laughs> doing all the side quests, and at one point I had to be like, "Right, stop it now! Like, <laughs> just do the story, crack on with it." Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I did, I did almost every side quest, and uh, yeah, did yeah. almost everything by the end. I, I mean, I've got a lot of collectibles and things left over, but mm. yeah, thir- mm. thirty-three hours, I think, was my final. Mm. I mean, not final. I'm still going to go back and finish everything up, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's yeah. a big game. There's a lot to do. Very, very big. <coughs> I, um, I, mine was, I think, sort of 26 hours uh, for the, you know, for mm. the thing. But I didn't do. As but none many of it of sound. The, uh, none of it. Stuff. Sorry, none of it feels um, surplus to requirements. By the way. Mm. Yeah. I don't know how you feel about I, I, that. I, I, so my yeah. problem with the game, um, and it's not a big problem, I, it's, it's pretty much the same problem that I had with God of War uh, 2018, which I think I think that game was like 14 hours long or something, like compared so to you this. Can't, you can't do it. It's too hard. It's <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I like it. It's um the problem I have with God of War is a similar problem to what um other people have told me that they have with things like Uncharted and Gears of War, mm. and which mm-hmm. and which I don't have, and I think it just comes down to personal preference really. And what I mean by that is, um, I love Uncharted and I love uh, The Last of Us, and yeah. but I've had and I love Gears of War by the way, um and but, but you know people have kind of said. Oh, there's that thing where you you know there's very it's involved you're very involved with the story, um you you've you've just done a big thing and you're kind of looking forward to cracking on, and you go out into a courtyard and it's empty and you see a load of waist high walls, and you just go, right. <sighs> okay, and then load of people though? spawn in. Sometimes that wouldn't happen actually. I'd walk out into one of those big courtyards thinking, here we go boss battle mm. and it wouldn't be and I'd be like hmm okay yeah. so every now and again it would sort of throw you a curveball yeah like well, and also this this doesn't even didn't. this doesn't even have waist high walls because there's no there's not shooting no so you don't that'd need to be worry weird wouldn't it it'd be a bit yeah. weird um, but I did get certainly uh, when I wanted the story to, 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 to kind of crack on um, mm. there were a number of times for me where I think I like the combat um, but it's not the sort of combat that's like endlessly. When I play something like Sekiro or, or Bloodborne or something that's incredibly like or technically proficient, or even like Bayonetta three, which I think is an interesting comparison, something about it is, is fairly endlessly fun and rewarding. And I and I like the God of War combat. I think it's very very chewy. Um, there's a lot of health yeah. bars and a lot of numbers and a lot of menus and a lot of gear to smith and upgrade. A lot of RPG stuff that sort of comes in, and that's you yep. know that's good when you, when you get to get that stuff going. But there was there was a few times where I sort of wanted to to, to push on to the next thing and see where the story was going, <clears throat> and it would be like, yeah, but here's seven quite high level just just normal draugers by the way but these ones are just full on bastards though and it's not even a boss and it's just seven of them at once and it's not gonna be that difficult but it's just we're having another nine minutes off you here and i'm going okay i i see that to be honest this nine minutes I probably do without that, and the thing is, and so it'll be two minutes here and you know three minutes there, and and it really does add <laughs> up. up. And I, time. I was oh, just sort of, I, <laughs> I was playing God of War twenty eighteen, just sort of thinking that's quite tight. And I think, and I think, and here's the here's the kicker with uh, with God of War Ragnarok. I think yeah, that, I think yeah, yeah. The, the the story's good. I know um, Neil Druckmann said. Uh, when he was talking about The Last of Us uh, Part 2. And I think, actually, I think he got it from Corey Barlog, I think. But it was uh, simple stories, complex characters. That was the mm-hmm. sort of the design ethos that Druckmann, I think, credited Barlog with and sort of took. And, and and on the whole, I think that holds true. I think the characters sort of are, are interesting in, in, in God of War, to a degree anyway. Um, but m- my other problem uh, with God of War for me is that there's there is qu- the story itself is interesting but on top of the story there is an awful lot of plot uh, plot 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 and it's fine but you do lose me quite a lot when it's the thriddly bomb of bodily boo and we've got to get the enchanted spear that's my favorite bit i, <laughs> I think it's probably going to be a lot of people's favorite bits i think they're going to really dig a lot of that stuff big goblin energy lots of um, just names popping oh. up 
And yeah. I'm Here sort we go. Check- We've got to the nub of it, haven't we? Well, I'm checking the codex, and it's your aversion um, to goblins again. And well, it's <laughs> it's partly that, and it's partly people just name dropping. And I'm going, Hrelvadir. Do we have we met? Is that them? Mr. Miss Mr. Threlvedere. <laughs> and I'm going into the codex and I'm going, did they talk about them in the last game? And actually, it turns out like, no, someone just mentioned it quite briefly, like five minutes ago. And actually, he's got the Thriddly Bomb. And that is the thing that they need to kill this particular god whose weakness is the Thriddly Bomb. And, it's, and I'm going, okay, all right, fair enough. Um, but then they're like, yeah, but the thing is, the Thriddly Bomb is off in Vanaheim. And actually, we're having another two hours off here. And I'm going, ah, oh, okay, all right. And I don't know what it is. I think it's because... <laughs> In something like The Last of Us, it's like, I don't know, a headshot is always a headshot, right? So they throw 20 enemies at you, and it's just like, I'm going around the environment. I find something about The Last of Us, I find pretty much endlessly fun. <coughs> Maybe it's just my personal taste, you know, guns or versus axes. You can't or be one-tapping trolls and gods. Well, ex- exactly. I'd, what I'd prefer is something like, I think 2018 had it ever so slightly better. I think it was a, a, a tighter game. It was very, very simple. It was just get to the top of them. And I think God of War is always better. It's like God of War 3. It was just get to the top of Olympus, kill Zeus. You know, very, I very, still love very, God very of War simple. 3. Still um, really oh, me, love yeah, that yeah, game. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's, it's brilliant, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, think, no, I think 2018 did a very, very good job as well. It was just get to the top of the highest mountain in all the realms and scatter phase ashes. It, very, very simple. And there was other stuff that they brought in. You know, it's that, you know, simple plots, complex characters. There was sort of other stuff that, that kind of encroached in in a very welcome way. Uh, but there just wasn't as much of it. And I think maybe that's, that, perhaps that's, perhaps that's my thing. It's, it's just, um, mm-hmm. you know, it is 25 hours. If you, if you sort of stick to the main, an awful lot of, uh, of good video game in there, but I just experienced a slight fatigue. And there are all sorts of games where I don't feel that. And then just randomly like some games where I do. Um, it's funny because I, I didn't experience that at all in God of War Ragnarok. I, mm. I lapped all of it up, even yeah. the twiddly do of twiddly d, and you know yeah. all that. I, I, I think I think a lot of people pro- like probably will. I mean, I think I think that's probably the general consensus. I I've not sp- I've spoken to a few people who kind of thought this, a similar thing about like 2018, and I, and I and I liked it. I, that's the thing. You always have to explain to people like, oh, so you don't like that? And then you go, no, yeah, so who's great? I know, I just, I, and what's wrong with you? Yeah, <laughs> you. But um, yeah, it's uh, and it and it is also um, it's he- it is he- I think on a, on a fundamental level, I th- there is something about health bars and numbers that just will always ever so slightly. I go, yeah, can we just get rid of them though? There are um, numbers, are there? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember those. Yeah, see, well, this, this is very this is, unintrusive <laughs> then, because I, I don't even remember them being. There. Yeah, well, that's what I worry about <clears> you, because you're saying it's all brilliant, but I bet if I asked you about the Thriddly Bomb Bootil, you'll just go, "I don't remember that." But my thing is, well, yeah, but that. The- <laughs> If you don't remember it, was it brilliant? Could we have done without it? Would be my I point. I remember you know. everything. <laughs> Except for the numbers above every single enemy. I just don't remember the head. numbers. <laughs> no. Oh, do you mean the levels? You don't mean like numbers popping out? No, the numbers don't pop. Yeah, just the little levels and health. Oh right, and stuff. yeah. No, I remember that. Yeah, that's fine. It's, it's all right. Intrusive. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's very chewy. I'd love. I'd love the number of enemies that are in the game. What mm-hmm. I think might be quite nice is if you could just sort of one or two you know swings of the axe maybe it's when you it's when you're doing a guy like you know 
and he's like level seven or something, and you're hacking away at him for like two minutes. It's like, come on. That sort of stuff sort of gets to me a bit. It's like I'm supposed to be a god with like a mental axe. But it's, it's the old lightsaber. Yeah, that it's the I lightsaber get. syndrome again, isn't it, right? Mm. So like that's why Fallen Order was so good. It's like we've always had this problem in video games. It's a lightsaber. It should kill someone. Why am I hacking away at this droid who has anti-lightsaber armor? So there's a little bit of that. And I love it when you fill an enemy stun meter in God of War and you do the R3 and he just does yeah. what you kind of think he should do from the off, which Initially, is... Initially, yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Oh man, I love those death anime. But anyway, that's me grumbling. Um, it is obviously brilliant. Um, mm-hmm. I do think they've done an excellent job with God of War yeah. uh, generally, yeah. and won't give anything away. But sort of excited generally to. Oh, I think a good break is in order. I think we should leave God of War for a little while, um, and but down the road, doors open. You know. Yeah, give me more. Why not? For sure. Yeah, give yeah, me, yeah, give yeah, me yeah. more. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right. It's jingle time, I'm afraid. To keep up with the Christmas theme, it's jingle all the way. Uh, and then we're going to get oh, into... Oh, we're into Christmas now, are we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, actually, <laughs> have I got any festive news this week? No, not really. It's uh, too soon. It's too soon. No, it is too soon. I don't want to hear about mm. it until mid-December. Oh, um, okay, well, I mean, beginning of December, I think you're allowed. I like to get quite extreme with it. But anyway, right, have a jingle <laughs> uh, and we'll get into, we'll get into it. Tie the Tasmanian tigers coming back, coming back, coming back. Tie the Tasmanian tigers coming back, coming back. Tie is back. Tie's coming back. Tie is back. Back. I'm pumped because I loved Tie. Tie was my your guy. He was my guy. Mm. He had big red shorts. Yeah. He was like the Tasmanian tiger. Oh yeah. Did he have a tood? He had a root He had a root <laughs> Yeah. And he had a boomerang. Uh, we got to do a lot of news this week because we didn't do it last week. But it th- fortunately, it's been... No one been cares, Josh. No one it, cares. It, <laughs> everyone, everyone cares. Well, some some news hounds care because they come mm. to us for the for the fix, you know. But it's been right. it's been it's been a slow week, which is nice, apart from a couple of fairly big bits. So we'll crack on. But some of this is going to be olds. Because, you know... The olds. Yeah, we've got to read the olds. We've got to read the olds. Uh, there's a big... There's a Witcher remake happening. They're remaking oh. The Witcher. Yeah. Shock. Yeah. Didn't know that. So, yeah. you know... Rebuilt from the ground up. Unreal, Unreal Engine, Engine 5. Unreal Engine 5. Yeah. Mm. Fool's Theory. It's a Polish studio. Some mm. uh, veteran Witcher staff there. And they're consulting with CD Projekt Red. Full creative supervision, apparently. So it's not CD Projekt doing it, but another studio with some people that worked on The Witcher doing it. I am uh, excited so about yeah. that. Because so am I. I did play a bit of the first one, and it doesn't hold up at all. Oh, did you play some? I played some a long time ago. Mm. And even then... I was like, ooh, ooh this is not <laughs> aged well. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. you excited to get a, a, a yeah, yeah, sexy, crunchy new Unreal Engine five version? Yes, please. And it'll also, I'm assuming this is going to come out before the new Witcher game. It'll give us a good impression of what that's going to be like. Yeah, that's maybe. Using Unreal Engine five as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, maybe. At least, or but it is. Yeah, it is a different studio, mind. So other than the unrealiness. Yeah, 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 I don't know how much they might You've got completely a CD change project it. Overseeing though, so mm. yeah, 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 yeah for know. sure. I just you think know. they might go nutty with this new one. 
They, you know, they might mm. they might push the boat out. But yeah, I I I welcome it. I'm going to do a replay. I think of all the all the Witcher games I got on my got on my Steam deck. So I'm going to play the first one again, which I remember you being Oof, a bit bit luck. weird, a bit weird the first one. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, <coughs> uh, but yeah, it's good news overall. Um, mm-hmm. Second up is there's a little teaser for uh, Mass Effect. Did we know that Mass Effect Four was a thing that's definitely happening? Yeah, we did. Think, we did know. That, I think right. people have been referring to it as five because of Andromeda. Oh, oh Christ! <laughs> yeah, Andromeda's four. Um, Mass Effect five, or the or the next Mass Effect, whatever. Because I, 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 well, I was looking around, and it seems that most just sort of newsy stuff was just going with Mass Effect four. Because I think maybe because <sighs> was because and, Andromeda wasn't numbered, was it? It wasn't, but it's still the fourth game. And this one isn't going to be numbered either, so... Oh, is it not? No, I don't think so. I can't imagine it will be. Why? Because there's that... Well, because there's one, two, three. That was its own trilogy. Mm. It's not going to follow directly on from three, is it? I don't know. Will it Will it not? I wouldn't have thought so. Have oh. you played them? No. Well, there you go. That's why you... Uh, you you don't really understand <laughs> well, where I'm coming from with that. Well, well yeah. no, it's more just sort of, I don't know, loads of video games do that, right? This is a numbered entry. Mass and Effect this is 1, a... Mass Effect 2, Mass Effect 3, Mass Effect Andromeda, Mass Effect 4. What? Yeah, but that's Ma- like God of War 2018 is not called God of War 7, right? Yeah, but yeah, it's the same thing, isn't it? It's like if they called God of War Ragnarok... God of War Eight or something after calling oh, the last I see, one God I see, of War, yeah, it'd just, it'd yeah. just be weird. Oh, I think weird this one break with convention. Yeah, but isn't it about? It's about a sort of like uh, I don't want to slag. It'd be like off, if they uh, went to Dragon back to numbers for Dragon Age after calling the last one Inquisition. Well, I don't know Dreadful. if it's quite the same as that because I got the vibe that with this one, and I'm not throwing shade here because you know I didn't play it, but I kind of got the vibe that it was like. Uh, we're not giving a number to Andromeda. We, we're going to kind of... We'll call the next one four so people Well, they didn't because it was the... sort of a fresh start, wasn't it, with a new character? Y- y- right, yeah, 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 So yeah. And this one, this one's going to have a new character as well, I assume. Like uh, Resident Evil, right? They, they, they I guess so, yeah. They didn't, they didn't call Code Veronica three when, in fact, it was actually three mm. or four. And then they kind of went, Code Veronica, eh, we're going to call Resident Evil four Resident Evil four, even though it's actually Resident Evil five, right? That, well, like, that's, that's the vibes that, I right, That's the exception it. to the rule. But I no, don't there's, loads of those exa- there's loads of those examples in games. Give me another one. Go, come on. Uh, ah, you can't, can you? Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think Unlucky. numbers. I think. <laughs> oh, uh, Uncharted. What? Uncharted uh, Golden what, Abyss. Uh, see, spin offs. I would say they were spin offs. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people would say that Not about Code, Code Veronica. I don't think Andromeda's a spin off. I think it is. Isn't it all new I characters so. in a different place? Yeah, but still continuing the main line. Sounds like, of, a, uh, sounds like a series. Oh, conti- no. What, continuing it with all new characters, is it? Yeah, still. <laughs> oh, what? I don't know. What? Well, look, all Leave I'm telling you is <laughs> all the news places are going with Mass Effect 4. So I don't know what you... If it's well, not called wrong. that, fair <laughs> enough. If it's not a... But if it's called Mass Effect 4, tell you I'm going gonna, gonna to laugh at you on air. Well, you, you know, I'll give you permission because there's no way in hell they're going to call it Mass Effect 4. <laughs> no... <laughs> Way in hell because it's confusing. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about the upcoming Marvel Spider-Man Two? Then it's actually the third game in the series. What do you think about that? Well, Miles Morales spin-off. Oh, so it's a, well, that's it's, fine. It's, it's a full sequel. So Miles Morales is not a full sequel. 
Yeah, it is. It's le- no, it's, it's, le- not. It's, it's not as long as Spider-Man, but it's a direct sequel that continues the plot and all the characters, it's and not, it's a full-length game. I wouldn't say it's a mainline sequel, and it's shorter than the first game. Well, I think many would use those arguments and apply them to Andromeda. Well, it's not a full wrong. proper sequel. No, they'd be wrong. yes, my it is. It's pro- a long, full game. My precedent. It's sort of unfinished because ju- they never did any DLC for it. Yeah, I yeah I I yeah I think yeah. Well, we'll see. But I think there's at least even if I'm wrong, there's definitely a precedent for putting numbers in to sweep away other games and going. Well, this is the real um, one. Listen, is right in. Tell Josh why he's wrong. Yeah. Thank you. Or yeah. No. Or, or, no, or, no or prove or me here. right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one from Sony London Studio, which I thought. Yeah. Uh, it was good news because I love hearing from Sony London Studio, um, but but it is an online co-op game. Yeah. So, but it's and apparently that it's set in a fantasy London. So that's yeah. kind of interesting because it's London, but also you know. Fantasy. I wanted um I wanted the getaway. I wanted a new getaway. I didn't want fantasy London. I wanted yeah. gritty. You know. You want Guy Ritchie's London, don't you? That's what, yeah. Bring the getaway back, for goodness mm. sake. What are you doing? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Silly, silly, silly. Who yeah. makes these decisions? <laughs> I would love to see a new getaway game. Yeah. But uh, it's, weird, it's weird with what's going on with London Studio because they were sort of sidelined for for a bit right cuz they kind of did the mm. sing they did those sing star games well, they were and the then sort of the peripheral studio yeah a lot of vr like blood and truth of course but yeah. also um <clears throat> didn't they do like vr worlds and they stuff did, yeah. as well um, <clears throat> yeah but- they did and they also hinted at sort of that getaway universe with that little Gangster demo, didn't they? Oh yeah! You can sit in the pub and smoke a cigar. <laughs> That's right. And then weren't you riding in the back of a car, shooting stuff mm-hmm. in VR? Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, it's sort of a times. precursor to Blood and Truth. To Blood and, and Truth. I thought I thought Blood and Truth was kind of also a hinting at a return to that getaway universe, but um, mm. I guess not. Oh, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? It's like it. It's London, but it's yeah. <laughs> it's the Londonverse. It's the Londonverse. Yeah. Yeah, the getaverse, well, the, get, the, the getaverse, the getaverse, yeah, because it's uh, like like meta and it, loving it. Um, good. Yeah, so co-studio head of London studio Tara Saunders was talking to GamesIndustry.biz, and this new game is being built specifically for PlayStation Five uh, with the uh, Soho engine, which uh, an engine they made themselves. And Ooh, uh, do you know what? Mm. I bet it'll have loads of goblins in it, so you'll be like, oh, I know. As well, I was just thinking that Fantasy oh, London, yeah. little goblin fellas. Um, mm. Well. Uh, Tara Saunders says, quote, it's our most ambitious game to date. We're going to take all of that innovation DNA, I don't know what that means, and apply that into this online... I don't know what that means either. (laughs) (laughs) Online co-op combat game. Um, In our concept art, you're seeing a take on a modern fantasy London. Our overarching theme is about bringing fantastical and magical elements and intersecting that with familiar worlds. And you don't get much more familiar to us uh, than London. So... Yeah, with this Sounds project, a bit we, Harry Potter to me. We, we want to explore some new avenues and set ourselves some new challenges. So, yeah, it's it's a bit, you know, uh, yeah. I I I don't want to I don't want to dismiss it out of hand because they're a, they're a good studio. I really like Blood and Truth, but yeah, maybe not super excited because of little goblin fellas. So mm. you know, mm-hmm. but that's just me. Um, <laughs> in other news, it kind of seems like there's an Uncharted game 
uh, that's 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 brewing. Uh, we we kind uh. of knew that there was. Uh, I don't know if it, it was never officially uh, confirmed or revealed, but there's been there's been like numerous reports over the last sort of. 18, Do you hope it's a movie tie-in? With sort of digitised Tom <laughs> Holland and Mark Wahlberg. Did, did, did Tom Holland and Phil Like they did in the Street Fighter game with Van oh, Damme. Oh, God, yeah. Um, yeah, this one was... It was This was a job advert with um, PSS Visual Arts, which is a, a support studio in San Diego. They, they contributed stuff to uh, The Last of Us Part 1. And uh, the job listing was... Um, I said, quote... Uh, building a new internal game development team in partnership uh, with Visual Arts. Um, the job listing uh, said that the unannounced project that it was working on was being developed with, in collaboration with Uncharted and The Last of Us studio, Naughty Dog. So that, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, people people kind of tongues wagging. Um, sure. And those sections of the job listing were later removed and just replaced with, Sony PlayStation is building a new internal dev team, the same world-class team known for its contributions to the Last of Us franchise. So, yeah, interesting. Um, but mm. then there was there was another job, uh, job listing um, for, for the same visual arts thing. Didn't make specific reference to the studio, but it said that the role was uh, for a new PlayStation studio based in San Diego, CA, currently co-developing an exciting new project with Naughty Dog in a beloved franchise. Ooh, a so, what beloved? Could be Jack yeah. and Daxter. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, that's an interesting mm. one. Imagine another Jack and Daxter. Mm. I wonder if people are ready Everyone's for that. Everyone's jumped to Uncharted. <clears throat> Everyone's forgotten about Jack and Daxter, haven't Jack they? Jack and with his floppy ears and his goggles. Yeah, we know it ain't going to be Crash Bandicoot because, uh, yeah, mm. that's gone. Yeah, it's true. But, it's um, true. Sure. Well, yeah, I'll be up for either. I'll be up for either. Yeah, same. Uh, next up, Chinese studio Virtuos. Virtuos. Mm. Virtuos. Mm. Let's call the whole thing off. Could sure. be... Possibly, maybe, he said, she said, uh, working on a Metal Gear game. Oh, really? And this is, yeah, this is one of those ones where this was, uh, so this was on VGC, and uh, so there's, there's a couple of things here. So there was a recruitment video uh, from Virtuos, uh, mm-hmm. which, uh, in which one of the designers is tappy-tapping away on some sort of uh, art, you know, thing on a computer, and he's got a book on his desk that's the art of Metal Gear Solid. Uh, usually mm-hmm. that wouldn't, you know, sort of be a, you know, a smoking gun bit of evidence, but uh, there were like other things in the office, other bits of artwork that were kind of uh, blurred out with a bit of soft focus. And that one was kind of in, in the only one that was like visible that you could sort of see. Um, mm. Sources, anonymous sources, uh, speaking of VGC, claimed last year, that uh, Virtuos was working on a new version of Snake Eater, Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. Oh, yeah, I've heard this rumour. And uh, apparently uh, VGC later reported that an employee of Virtuos has claimed that it's working on an unannounced AAA action-adventure game remake. Um, Yeah, uh, AAA quality level What a thankless task. I know, yeah. Trying to improve on perfection. Yeah. How are you going to do that? Yeah, it's it mm. is it's a bit yeah. I, I'm folly, email. tis folly. Yeah, if you wanna, yeah, <clears throat> if you wanna remake that, that's that's dicey business. Unless it's just mm. you know faithful to. The, but then if it's so faithful, you just think, well, why bother, really? 
you know. I don't understand this trend as well for remaking, like, the second or the third game. Do them in order. <laughs> Stop messing about. <laughs> Do Metal Gear Solid, then two, then three. Yeah, well, maybe they maybe they don't know if they actually want to... Because they already remade MGS1, right? Um, well, yeah, Twins, did, right, we'll remake Twin Snakes then and bring that to current <laughs> remake consoles. Remake the remake. Yeah, yeah, remake the remake and give me that. I'd rather that. Snake Eater first, though. I love a bit of that. If they want to do oh, like a big well, old... you're part of the problem, aren't you? <laughs> Unless they're going jungle. chronological. If they're going chronological, fair enough. Uh, I don't know. Talking of Kojima, right? I was hoping for Metal Gear Survive 2. Yeah, I know. That was because that really was your, your game of the year. That, yeah, that, that year, wasn't it? Yeah. And oh. you were quite upset about... What a shame. <laughs> ...about not finding out where the story went on that one. Um, the irony <laughs> hasn't survived. It hasn't survived. <laughs> no, it hasn't. Very good, very good. Uh, yeah, because it had some footage leaked for uh, Kojima's uh, game Overdose, which we heard about. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we hear about it. It was this year. It was like back in June. We heard sort of uh, some footage had leaked, but we hadn't actually seen the footage. And it was mm. being described by uh, I think uh, Try Hard Guides was describing what, what what was seen. And it was Margaret Qualley, who uh, was obviously in uh, Death Stranding, <clears throat> with uh, so has previously worked with Kojima, and um, her character was uh, you know walking around in some sort of dank corridors. She had a torch. And, uh, you know, sort of hiding. It's quite creepy, you know. Um, well, that footage is now out there. And uh, and I have seen it. Did you see this footage? No. No, I didn't. So, it looked quite creepy in a good way. Um, mm-hmm. It's exactly as described. It's Margaret Qualley. She's got a torch. It's yeah. some dank corridors. I was getting some real Silent Hill uh, vibes from it. Sort of older Silent Hill uh, third person mm. she's just sort of shining mm. the torch into the darkness can't quite make stuff out some really eerie sort of sounds and a, a really good jump scare which got me and then a kind of game over message and she sort of ran and then hid behind a desk from something but you don't quite see what it is so i mean it's exciting stuff i think because you know obviously pt being cancelled sucks and i love horror mm. and i think mm-hmm. Kojima's good at scaring people, though he's technically never done a horror game, really. Well, yeah. there's some stuff in Death Stranding, actually, that's just, like, quite good horror, I think. That's true. Yeah, there's some little horror bits in there. Mm. And just, like, uh, the, um, the the sort of central thing of, like, when the BTs are near you in Death Stranding and you have to hold R1 to, like, hold your breath so they can't... Well, I'll tell you what, I mean, if you want to get really tenuous, I'd say there's some horror in Metal Gear Solid 3 as well. Like, mm. the fury and the, oh, the pain... Yeah. Yeah, you know, no, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The yeah. sorrow, even. Uh, even yeah. I was going to say, yeah, the, the, yeah. the sorrow, there is some creepy stuff. He's definitely. good at doing creepy things. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's true, mm. yeah. Um, <clears throat> and uh, last but not least, uh, this is, again, you know, slightly old, but I think it's I think it's worth talking about because it's a big deal. Uh, yep. J- Jamie Walker and Sefton Hill. Oh, yeah. Are uh, the founders of Rocksteady. Jamie Walker, leaving. no relation. No. No, um, but you've probably have you, have you did you talk to either one of them? I can't remember if you told um, me that you interviewed one of them or both of them. Or something. No, I don't think I've I've interviewed a few Rocksteady people, but mm. I don't think I ever interviewed either of those two. Yeah, well, there's a statement put out saying, "quote uh, With Suicide Squad killed, the Justice League nearly finished." Uh, Jamie Walker and Sefton Hill have both decided to leave Rocksteady. <clears throat> 
at the end of 2022 and will begin a new adventure in gaming. We have the utmost respect and gratitude for Jamie and Sefton and wish them all the best in their new endeavour. And like many fans, we look forward to what they do next. Uh, and longtime Rocksteady director of production Nathan Burlow, uh, and one of the original founding members of the studio, will now become uh, the director. Uh, and Darius Sadigian, Sadigian will become the studio mm-hmm. product director. So, yeah, uh, the Walker and Hill said, quote, Our decision to leave Rocksteady was emotional, to say the least. Uh, from the day we founded the company in 2004 all the way to today, Rocksteady's been our life and soul. Now, with Suicide Squad in safe hands and the team here stronger than ever, it's time to hand over the reins and for us to start a new adventure together in games. Mm, so yeah it's, it's a big deal it's it's sad news it's exciting news at the same time you know they oversaw one of the best sort of trilogies in in games really yeah. in in the arkham series i would say um yeah i agree i think you know it's going to be really really interesting i'm really i'm so intrigued to play suicide squad i know it's not yeah. What I would have necessarily um have gone for and I, I okay, sure, you know, I didn't like those that 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 movie and I didn't see they did another movie, but you know, I, I wasn't the characters don't but you know, it's that team, you know, it's that team doing the game. I I am intrigued to see uh what that what that game is, what it plays, what it looks like, you know, all that all that sort of stuff. Um it it, it does excite me. Uh, but yeah, yeah sort of di- different yeah. different era now. Different, different rock steady moving forward, but I'm sure they'll still be brilliant. But yeah, yeah. So there you go. Yeah, anyway, it's, it's interesting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do wonder. We'll see. I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll follow them to see see what's it like. You know, see where they want to go. Doing something independent, something smaller, maybe could be yeah. exciting. Who knows? Mm. Yeah, uh, true, true, true. Right, it's time to get quizzical. So we got to get Matt uh, from um, upstairs involved. I shall summon him. You do the summoning ceremony, and yeah, I'll, I'll queue up a jingle. <clears throat> Half-Life 3 already happened, then it was called Bioshock, and all of those things that Half-Life did and did so wonderfully well were picked up by Irrational, and that's where it went. Half-Life 3 would be brilliant. When we get it, if we get it, never ever gonna get it. When we get it, if we get it, grumble, 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 grumble. When we get it, if we get it, Dr. Freeman. When we get it, if we get it, it's never ever gonna let us get around to finishing Half-Life, whatever happens is going to be underwhelming. It's that time of the week, that time of the mm-hmm. podcast. When it's Matt cheats at the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> well, I might, I might fucking do that he's now not, if I'm getting accused He's of not even been introduced yet and he's slagging <laughs> oh, no. him off. He's having a go. Just putting Unreal. that doubt in people's minds. Just like, <laughs> yeah, he's planting the know. seed. He's planting the seed of doubt before I can even <laughs> say anything. Unreal. The need to know up front. Come yeah, on. and he was pretending to be so chilled out earlier, Matt. You would, you would. Well, you, if you listen to this art, he was like, "Oh no, no, don't." Uh, you know, last week he was dobbing you in on the quiz. <laughs> yeah, wait, well, because you obviously in. not last week, right? The week before. Oh no, but... sorry. Yeah, I should say last podcast yes, rather yes, than yes, last yes, week. Yes, but yes. oh yeah, yeah, and he was because he dobbed you in because you didn't quite say the proper names again. And he was yeah. earlier on. He was like, "Oh no, no, I was only joking." He likes to Are play it cool, me? but he knows he's whipping up. Are mayhem. you telling me? <laughs> That Matt wouldn't do the exact same thing. He would. No, he would. He would. You're you're both bitter competitors. It must be. Yeah, petty. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, those voices. Well, you know, Rich, but, you know, the the other voice, which I didn't even get a chance to introduce, was Matt from upstairs. Hello, Matt from upstairs. And how are you? 
<laughs> I mean, worse now since that whole <laughs> thing. You know, since, great, great until then, and then accused of <laughs> accused of cheating. Which I tell you, I tell you what is more galling because I'm I'm losing. So if I, even if, if I was cheating, I'm doing it a really was, fucking it's bad not, job. It's not very well. <laughs> I'm also bad at cheating at that uh, point. Like, known cheater, bad at it. Yeah, um, that's no, true. I, otherwise, I'm I'm good. I think I think I've got I think I've got a bit of a, a little bit of a, a cold, but I'm 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 doing I'm doing okay. Okay, good. No, I got a bit. Um, I got a bit of a cold as well. I was on a coach and uh, circulated air and that. I'm pretty sure I got, ooh, a, little, got uh, a little. Yeah, got a little, yeah, yeah. You might want to do a little, little COVID little. test. Uh, that's a good point, actually. I mm, will. I will. Yeah. I will. Expensive um, now, though. <clears throat> yeah, yeah true, I think yeah, I've still got a load in, in a big box, good. so I've probably got a few left. Anyway. Um, it's time for boss fight. You have to guess the business, the organization, the setup, the structure, the foundation, the institution, the group, the hierarchy, or the team from a game of my choosing. I will embody said boss fight. I'll give you the clues. You say stop. <clears throat> I say your name. You give me the answer. And you go down in history. Uh, we do also have some controversy, but I think I will leave that until the end. <laughs> And we'll do the boss. We'll do the boss fight as normal, <clears throat> and then I will read out because someone emailed in about various different uh, controversies. In fact, it's our good friend uh, Josh Freema, Josh from Sunny Michigan, who Excellent. Uh, right. who weigh, who weighed in on. Um, well, someone because someone else basically someone tweeted. Uh, apologies because I've forgotten the name of the, p- the person on Twitter, but I'll get to I'll get to it if we need to consult the official record. Someone said that Matt <clears throat> it, it, last week should just be stricken from the record that it shouldn't go yeah. to anyone because it wasn't the proper name. So that's one thing. But we also Don't have this good. other thing. But let's just do the quiz first and see how we go, and then we'll address the controversies at the end. Okay? Yeah, this could All be right. a real so double whammy of disappointment for me. Exactly. Well, <laughs> yeah, it could go. It could be amazing. It could be shit. Who knows? Anyway, clue number one. <clears throat> I have appeared in six video games. Uh, not all in the same series, and I have been mentioned in even more video games than that, and I'll put some spice on that clue later, but I have appeared in six, not all in the same series. Okay. Mm. Okay. All right. Clue number two. I was established in the 1880s, and apparently... I was used as a gun... According to some, I was used as a gun battery in World War Two. I am located on an island. Oh. Huh. Mm-hmm. Josh, before we do the next clue, I'm really sorry. Would you be able to read out Boss Fight to me and Rich? Was that, would that be acceptable? Read out... What do you mean? The, the words for Boss Fight. Yeah, sure. Business. Oh, wh- what is he doing? <laughs> Business, the organisation, the setup, the structure, the foundation, the institution, the group, the hierarchy, or the team. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Clue number three. <clears throat> My most recent appearance in a video game was in 2022, and it was the first time that I was explorable. In three dimensions. Ah, what the hell? Mm-hmm. An explorable three-dimensional gun battery. 
<laughs> right, yeah. Clue number four. I have closed and reopened more than once, and I've been partially destroyed because of riots. Oh. Oh. No. Oh. No. Really? Okay, stop. Oh. Matt Lorigan. Is it Blackgate Prison from Gotham Knights? And this week's winner. Hold on. Uh-oh. How does this fit into boss fight, then? <laughs> I'm glad Matt had you read out the uh, definition. Well it's, well, it's an organisation and it's a structure. Yeah, I was going to say, it's definitely mm. both. Rich, don't interject before Josh just says the winner mm. is. I've lost that lovely little <laughs> bit of that lovely endorphin rush there. I thought structure meant like power structure, not a literal structure. Because yeah, then you could go both. wild with it. Yeah, well, it's you both, say, it's both oh, it's, it? it's Billy's house from Billy... <laughs> Billy the Hatcher and the Giant Egg. Yeah. From Billy, Billy Big Alien. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, no, no, it's, you uh, can't start doing that. Well, it's both. It's both. Think, mm, think about it. Is Who's it? it? Well, no, what, what, so there's no one in charge of a prison. <laughs> but also a prison is, is an organisation, right? Yeah. I don't think anyone is in charge of that prison. It's well, they got guards. Oh, Not really? Rich, you're, you've, you've absolutely... He's grabbing at straws Yeah, I was going to say, Jesus Gra- Christ. This is sad business, this. <laughs> <laughs> no. He wants to manufacture yeah. the controversy. Oh, I don't Unbelievable. care. I, don't, I really don't care about the quiz. Yeah, yeah like he's it. playing I play it cool. Up. I play he's it up for the <laughs> podcast because it's entertaining. Right, okay. No, or maybe it isn't, all, I don't know. It's all good stuff. It's all good. Uh, I'm putting that down as uh, a victory for Matt. We'll get to the controversy in a minute, but, but that's good stuff, yes. Appeared in six video games, uh, not all in the same series. Batman Arkham Origins, Batman Arkham Origins, Blackgate, Injustice Gods Among Us, Puzzle and Dragons. Who knew about that? <laughs> uh, Gotham Knights. Been mentioned in three other games. It was actually mentioned in every game in the Arkham series, though it yeah. didn't actually appear. Although it did technically... It, an image, it was turned into a... We find out that it was turned into a shopping mall in Arkham Knight, so there's a sort of advert for the mall, but, you know. Mm. Um, <clears throat> established in the 1880s on an island, and was apparently, according to Nightwing anyway, used as a gun battery in World War Two. That, that That's not substantiated, at least not on the DC Comics wiki, but there you go. Um, that's common knowledge, isn't it? it? We should have yeah. got it on the first clue, shouldn't we? <laughs> yeah. uh, most recent appearance in the video game in 2022, yes, that was bizarrely as well. Uh, the first time it was explorable in three dimensions. Um, Arkham Origins Blackgate 2.5D, yep. and Just Justice is a sort of side-on mm. fighter, though of course rendered in 3D, I should say, but you know. Yeah. Um, mm. Closed and reopened more than once, partially destroyed because of Right, and I didn't even get to read clue number five. Uh, built to house a number of dangerous people, but my reputation uh, has been overshadowed by another similar place. Well, I'll tell you what, I, wasn't even, I wasn't even close. I didn't even have an inkling. So uh, it was, uh, yeah, sharp play. What what did it for you this week, Matt? The gun battery thing. I was oh, like, yeah. well, that's got to be an island, right? And mm. like, so at one point, mm. I was, at one point, my brain was like. Jersey, <laughs> and I'm like, well, it's not Jersey, um, and but I, I, yeah, I was just, I was just then when you said 2022, I was like, okay, let's think of open world games from this year with islands on them because I was going to say Arkham Asylum, like the, my first instinct was Arkham Asylum, and I was like, well, obviously that's being explored in 3D loads, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then I remember Blackgate. Yeah. I like it. Well, very well done to you. Anyway, so that means that means that the score so far. Which I'm going to put in this little document. Well, we're, we're, it's a draw, isn't it now? Uh, no, 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 it's, no, no, uh, yeah. S- 16 14 to you, Rich. 
Still? What? Yeah. Well, it was 1613 last time, uh, but but that's because I've frozen uh, the last podcast. Uh, where, where where I see. What was it that Matt said? Was it? It was Avatar, wasn't it? Yeah, I think was, you just was, said Avatar. No, I, I think I said Avatar, <laughs> the or like the official video game of Avatar. Yeah. So yeah. I've got an email in from uh, Josh uh, Freema, which I'll uh, which I'll read out with some interesting uh, interesting tidbits. Uh, hello to Josh and Matt, and uh, Bar Weep, Grana Weep, Ninny Bar to Rich. <laughs> Thanks. Which, uh, <laughs> and he says, uh, <clears throat> I've reviewed all prior boss fight results uh, to find the uh, definitive answer to the question of the official video game of Avatar. Uh, the rules, as stated by Josh, don't address the issue of uh, exact answers only. Let's all get sweaty about it versus everyone knows what you mean. Sounds good enough to me. Uh, I, I believe the only course of action is to delve into the videogamer.com multiverse. <laughs> he's, uh, he's opened up a multiverse, so he, he knows. Um, he says, it's well-established canon that Josh is an un- uncompromising autocrat about the quiz rules. In episode 451, yeah. he stated that his pettiness is well-known. Uh, but in episode 461, said pettiness was on full display and he rejected the answer, alien colonial marines. <clears throat> However... There is at least one other universe in which Josh is more of a laid-back, cool dude. In episode 466, he accepted the Dutch gang from Red Dead Redemption 2, a moniker which has never actually appeared in any Red Dead Redemption game. Uh, and, 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 and he's right, people would either tend to say Dutch's gang or the Vanderlind gang, but, but what Rich said was the Dutch gang, which is technically not its, its, its correct name. And he also said uh, in episode 470... He accepted Godfather the game, when the game is actually just called The Godfather. The only way to answer the question of James Cameron's avatar colon the game is to determine which universe we're in. Uh, is, jo- <laughs> <laughs> is Josh sporting a goatee and some sort of fascist looking garb like jackboots or a starched collar, or is he wearing a pair of sunglasses, maybe in a Hawaiian shirt with his arms casually draped across a couple of babes? If it's the Darth Joshi <laughs> universe, uh, episode four six six needs to be uh, reversed from Rich to Matt, and then but then Matt means that R- then Rich gets the Avatar point, so the, um, I guess the scores would remain the same anyway. Uh, if it's the Gang of Pals universe, uh, in which in which we're all you know chilled out, then episode four five nine, in which Rich said the Devil May Cry place Devil May Cry gets reversed from Matt to Rich. Uh, episode four six one Alien Colonial Marines gets reversed from Rich to Matt. And so yeah. it's sort of oh my God. <laughs> it balances yeah, all right. out. And then he said uh, any other result will certainly break the show's canon and cause nerd firestorm that will make the masquerade or is it? Look like an afternoon tea party. Thank you for your studious attention uh, to this important matter. Cheers, uh, Josh from sunny Michigan. P.S. Thank you for the Transformers the movie reference. Yeah, Rich is loving that. I think it's a great yeah. email. Freema's establishing himself as a one of the top emailers, I think. Oh, yeah, that's uh, that fantastic. Whatever, whatever then, happens here. He then <laughs> says, uh, there's a similar multiverse axis. This is a, this is a P.S., which I think is, is, is very good. I like that. Postscript. A similar multiverse axis. <clears throat> Revolving around Rich's personality. Uh, in one uh, version, <laughs> he says, in one universe, Rich is a sore loser who throws a shit fit whenever Matt shows him up. Like, yeah. like in episode... F- <laughs> like in episode... Like in episode 479, uh, in which he dropped a bunch of F-bombs before declaring, this is the worst week ever. <laughs> Fuck this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but, but in other that time, was a good like, one. 
<laughs> but in other timelines, he's a, he's a team player who just wants everyone to have fun. Like in episode mm. 455, when he was perfectly happy to give Iceberg Lounge to Matt. I only mention this because as far as I can tell, Matt is the only one with a uh, consistent, <clears throat> often bemused, but good-natured uh, personality ah. acro- across all the universes, which I'm pretty sure uh, makes him in the brackets ma- in brackets boring, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm pretty sure makes him the main character of the VideoGamer.com podcast. So there you go. No, that's, that's, come that- on. <laughs> oh, well, what an email! What an email! <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. what what it is is me and Josh very complex and contradictory. <laughs> Yeah, many many strings to our bows. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I think it's yeah, good. Yeah, no, think... I, I would argue that I am fairly consistent <laughs> about <laughs> what I'm annoyed about and what I'm not. Um, I, think it's, I think it's very good. I think um, I would only add uh, that where I tend to uh, demand uh, super specificity uh, is the name of the game more than it's the boss fight if you know what I mean sometimes no, I'll I, write I down, agree on that uh, more, more, more than like I'll write down um, you know wh- wh- whatever it may be you know Dutch's yeah. gang the Vandalin gang the Dutch but when it's the game name, that's when I go mental because that really that yeah. I don't know why something about. Although the exception, as Josh uh, points out quite well, was <laughs> or the the only notable exception he's he, he said on here where I've gotten funny about the boss fight itself was Devil May Cry, which I think is perhaps an isolated <laughs> instance, if only because number one. It is the name of the yeah. game. And number two, it's so mental on that particular occasion that Rich was... It's like what one of them things from Gremlins called. It's like it, he <laughs> yeah. was going around it so perfectly. <laughs> and then Matt was just like, uh, Devil May Cry? To from be honest, Devil May Cry? <laughs> to be honest, I think devilmaycry.co.uk is a much better answer. And I think you're right. Because definitely because- got... Yeah, um, a UK website. I think. Well, I think he's definitely got an online. Devil May presence. Cry Five was set in London, wasn't it? Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's London that, called in that? Uh, Redgrave. Redgrave. It's not. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's kind of a London. Vanessa thing. Redgrave. Vanessa yeah. Redgrave. Two thousand and one probably would have had over fifty six k modems going on. I, I think he probably would have had a, a website in the first Devil May Cry, and he probably. It probably would have been .com, but he probably would have had a .co.uk variant, so who knows? Maybe, yeah, you know, yeah. Maybe it's good. almost definitely. But no, I am, um, I'm going to sort of uh, wave uh-huh. away... What if I'd have said geocities.devilmaycry.co.uk? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit 90s, but I'm, who yeah. knows? Maybe, maybe. I'm going to, yeah, so 16-14, the scores will stand. Very well done to Matt. A shrewd, clever victory this week with no funny business. Um... Yeah, well, unless unless you believe I cheated, uh, obviously, because you know, well, it seeds and the thought was in my head. Well, who knows and why the thought was in my head? But it me. was. Um, um, he definitely did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and you know, I think he should be sent down for a spell in Blackgate Prison. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. by the way, by the way, just for the sake of uh, demonstrating a point, I would have also accepted Blackgate Penitentiary. Oh, that's good to know. Just so you know, just, just I, you know, I was, just I genuinely was like, "There's, I feel like there's another word here." I, I wasn't mm. sure if prison would be accepted because it's called prison in the Arkhamverse. There you go, yeah. Rich. You like it? How I use that? <laughs> um, but it's traditionally, traditionally, a Blackgate Penitentiary. Anyway, we must press on because I have rambled. And thank you to Josh Freeman for that excellent email. Um, yes, thank you. More, more, more from uh, quiz controversy, controversy next week. Uh, but it's about that time to hear from the listeners. When you tie your shoes and you do the bit where you make the loop, 
goes round. Yeah. Rather than tying double knots on your shoes, just go round twice. Because they never, ever, ever can come undone. And you can then undo them. Just pull, pull, pull at the end of the day. Never, ever, 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 ever come undone. Questions, theories, comments and queries. Mm-hmm. I do mm-hmm. the sort of David Frost. Uh, David is over... No, that's the wrong way around. <laughs> Lloyd is over to you. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you send them in. We'll talk about them if yeah. they're any if they're any good. I've actually <clears> dropped a couple. Obviously, we've talked about uh, Josh Freeman. I mentioned the other one earlier, talking about um, that tweeted in, hoping that we you know that we're getting well and uh, referencing the Joshy verse. This from mm. Michael. Uh, thoughts on that lad insinuating discs should only be install launchers after the uh, God of War leak and he says surely retailers responsible should be punished in some way rather yes. than consumers who want to actually own games and not just a digital file yes 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 retailers fault person mm. who bought the game and then leaked it their fault yeah i mean i, I am i'm sympathetic um, yeah. to both I, I i do like to have games that are on the disc because i do me too you know i i think that's important and i'm on preservation yeah uh, Absolutely, yeah, and and even more selfishly than just preservation, you know, that, do you remember, was it this year, I think, earlier this year, that random weekend when, like, Xbox Live was down, and just a load of people yeah. were just like, oh, I can't play my Series X, it's, it's you know, just, just stuff like that, where it's just like, oh, my internet's funny, oh, I can't even play my games on disc, so, so totally, like, I'm not, I'm not like, yeah, we should have, you know, 70 megabytes worth of stuff on a disc and actually it's just an installer on the other hand wasteful as well <clears throat> yeah it does also seem a bit of a, a difficult one because it well like it's very very difficult to see so by the way if you didn't know if you're listening to this apologies i haven't sort of set it up but god of war ragnarok was um was uh some some retailers were had sort of broken uh, street date by I think ten days or, or t- you know two weeks before it's been out there. So there've been some leaks on the internet because people have managed to get a hold of it early, and you know, it's all very. Ugh. But yeah. um, <clears throat> it must be difficult though because you have to get so many of them to the retailers in good time in order to facilitate the sales. So, uh, you know, if you were thinking, oh, well, the solution's easy, only give it to retailers like the day before or something. Well, that's going to cause issues with sales and supply issues and stuff. Mm-hmm. If it, you know, they sort mm-hmm. of have to. So it's a, I do, I sort of sympathize. It's a difficult, bloody situation. It doesn't, I don't think it happens that often. Like this one was really notable, right? Because it's a huge game and, yeah. you know, but it on the whole, does this, I feel like this doesn't happen that often. Am I, am I right it in saying that? It doesn't. I think it's because, you know, like you say, it's a big game. <clears throat> uh, someone obviously can help themselves. Mm. I mean, whoever did it is a fucking idiot. Mm. Um, and the, yeah, the retailer should be penalised. That mm. person who leaked it should be sacked. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this from Joseph Murphy. Favourite Simpsons movie reference? Uh, only just found out the scene where Bart is reaching for the cupcakes that Lisa has electrified is a oh, riff. Yeah, Clockwork Orange. <clears throat> on Clockwork Orange. And he said, having just watched the film for the first time, I laughed out loud watching the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't know what, uh, I don't know what my favourite Simpsons movie. I mean, the extended riff on The Shining or The Shinning. Uh, yeah, I always, I think, is, I think is terrific. In fact, loads of the horror stuff is really good. I love the... Um, Treehouse of Horror 4, where they do Mr. Burns as the Francis Ford Coppola Dracula. 
oh, uh, yeah. figure. Yeah. That's that's like really really good. And Bart be- becomes a vampire and stuff. Absolutely love it. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'll add to that is if it's a top three list, the Rain Man reference when he's in the casino. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is the, the Dustin Hoffman character. Well, it does it does Bond references really well as well, actually. Mm. Yeah. Quite a few yeah. good Bond references. You only move um, twice, obviously. Yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah. Rife with them. Yeah. Um, hmm. Mm. Favourite one, though? I, I don't think I've ever really thought about There's it. There's so many and so many really, really good ones. I just it's... love movies that exist within the Simpsons universe. Mm. The Simpsons averse. Mc- so hail to the chimp <laughs> amuses you and me <laughs> greatly, doesn't it? Hail to the chimp and Christmas to- ape. Christmas ape goes to summer camp. Particularly, <laughs> it is. Yeah, <laughs> is it's top stuff. Uh, this from uh, Miles Hamer he says, "Hey lads, two things. Firstly, as you've asked, uh, my favourite multiverse." Is um, well, by the way, everyone's going with uh, they've added it. What like t- three different, <laughs> three different listeners have actually added multi to the equation. We okay. actually didn't say multi. We we were just talking no. about like fictional universes, but they've yeah. gone with multiverse now, okay, which just feels enough. like a, a like a separate thing entirely. But there you go. Yeah. Um, as you've asked, my favourite multiverse, and actually this one isn't a multiverse. I don't think this one is just a, a universe. Is Kevin Smith's View Askewniverse? Mm, um, okay. It's, it's clerks and mall rats, yeah. and they all kind of take place. You know, Jay and Silent yeah. Bob strike back. Um, he said, even though uh, it, it, got, it got a bit worse with each subsequent release, but I adore the original clerks uh, it's a film that lives in my uh well he said narrow but then he sent up a follow-up thing saying marrow and then fucking autocorrect so you know. <laughs> and then uh, he said uh secondly of course matt won the quiz uh no need to keep turning it over and over like a bloody horrible pancake snoochie boochies miles um he didn't snoochie win the boochies. quiz you know you know it's it's been frozen but he won this mm. week so there you go I love Clerks by the way <clears throat> I used to watch it a lot I like the I like I like the first was, one uh, in my 20s what about Clerks 2 do you like Clerks 2 I've only watched it once I thought it was alright yeah um, yeah. I'm a got, big Kevin Smith fan they've got three um, now you know they've got Clerks 3 yeah, That's yeah, I've heard, um, I've heard it's another very kind of um, in-jokey, mm. if you don't know the rest of the films, you won't yeah. get anything out of it kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I went back and watched More Rats with um, Elise not that long ago, mm. and that's a film that kind of has got better with age, weirdly, mm. yeah. strangely, because yeah. it's one of those where it's like, ooh, it's not, not that good, but um, yeah. yeah, it's got Stan Lee in it, it's got Michael Rooker. yeah. Yeah, it's good true, stuff. True. Yeah, like a bit of Michael right. Brooker. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, this one from David Y. Uh, Why? He says, he says, what? Yeah. He says, higher, higher guys. Uh, Hi. He says, uh, Dead Space was a unique gaming experience for me. As I mm. don't like horror games or horror movies, I scare much too easily to actually enjoy them. But in the case of Dead Space, the game was so good and the design mm-hmm. so interesting that I gripped my teeth and pushed on through it, enjoying it, despite being terrified. I wonder if either of you two, uh, <laughs> and then in brackets, or Matt, if Rich is lounging about again, have uh, oh, <laughs> ever, really, ever really enjoyed a game, <clears throat> despite your usual dislike of the genre. Uh, always enjoying the pod, David. Um, now, I would hmm. say a big one for me was uh, Final Fantasy VII, the remake. And I enjoyed it a lot. And actually, it sort of opened up a a little kind of alcove in my brain. 
and then I sort of thought, hang on a minute, this JRPG business, it's uh, it's not all bad. So maybe I should give some more games a chance. <laughs> yeah. And then I played. Well, I, I bought like a, like a few of them. I got like uh, Final <coughs> Fantasy nine and eight. There was some, some good remasters for. So you know, I sort of got a couple of them. But yeah, like usually that sort of thing, the Final Fantasies of the world, the big long JRPGs and the all the mad energy. I'm usually just yeah, can't be bothered. But Final Fantasy seven remake just really kind of woke something up there i thought it was really really uh, well put together really fun mechanically um yeah. and it looked incredible it really did it was a very very handsome looking game i think yeah i'm trying to think of something that i hmm, maybe um maybe hades was the game that kind of uh bucked the trend for me because i, I can't stand roguelikes that yeah, was you, one I quite you got enjoyed. on with that, didn't you? you, yeah. you that was a sort of ex- uh, a kind of notable exception for you. Mm. But I mean, that again, it's because it's so good. Um, <laughs> yeah. It kind of, yeah, transcends its genre. Um, yeah. and, and and I would argue, yeah. yeah, you should definitely give Returnal a try if that's the case, because I think yeah. you may well feel similarly about that one. I because yeah. weirdly, I I, I I do sort of agree with you as well. I'm not a big fan of roguelikes either, but they just even, they just seem so anachronistic to me that the act of dying and having to restart like i thought we left those days behind you know mm. when save states were in- <laughs> invented mm. Mm. why why do i have to go back and start again yeah I, yeah I, 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 why are you I making me do this I, I i do get it i do think it's an interesting decision i like i think it does i think well, I think it worked very, very well in Returnal. And I've heard very good things about Hades. I've heard that the way it works in Hades, actually... I know, because I know you were sort of saying that you um, <clears throat> you didn't mind it as much there, because it sort of seemed to feed into its design in a very, very Yeah, it doesn't feel way. quite as punishing. Mm. It's ones where you lose absolutely everything, and, you you know, you're sent back to the beginning. It's, I'm, it's just thankless, mm. horrible... It doesn't interest me in the slightest. Are there any other genres that you kind of wouldn't go for naturally? RTS, real-time strategy, not mm, a big fan. Mm, um, mm. Yeah, unless it's, I don't know, Civilization Builders. Those uh, are kind of interesting, yeah. I find. Yeah, but, yeah you sort, um, of s- sort of stick with them. Um, yeah, but... I don't know, strategy in general, not a big fan. Mm, um, mm. XCOM, I can see it's brilliant, but I don't have the patience. Like, if one of my soldiers dies, I'm like, you know, I'm either reloading <laughs> it or I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. Forget it. Like, I got to a point in XCOM Enemy Unknown where it was so insurmountable and I could not win this one battle <laughs> where, like, 90% shots were missing. Ooh. I was like, do you know what? Fuck you. Right, <laughs> clearly the dice rolls are against me. This is like you know, it felt felt contrived. Mm, mm. So yeah, I just I just yeah gave up and I never went back. Fair and, enough, uh, to you. yeah. <laughs> it kind of uh, ruined the whole thing for me. Last but not least, uh, from Najib Ahmed, uh, subject line that vacuum fella again. He works oh, for yeah. vacuum company, and he That's said me. hello. Yeah, he said, hello, mm. it's that vacuum fella again. No vacuum comments from me this time. Oh, right, um, yeah, sorry. Yeah. And he said, he's but the thanks. vacuum fella, not me. Sorry, my Yeah, bad. he's the vacuum fella. Yeah, and he yeah, says, yeah, but, th- 
thanks for remarking on my professionalism last time uh, in not revealing who I work for. Uh, maybe I could use that as a bargaining chip for a pay rise at work. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Um, and yeah. he says, uh, I'm a massive Metal Gear fan. Uh, had basically given up hope that a Metal Gear Solid film would be made uh, until the news in the last couple of years that a director and Oscar Isaac are on board. And then he says, however, once I watched The Rock, the film, not Dwayne Johnson, in the early mm. 2000s, it really felt like uh, Metal Gear Solid in film form and sated my desire for a film based on my favourite series. It had ex-soldiers who felt they'd been mistreated taking over a military facility. It had a SEAL team. It had an ex-spy infiltrating with the help of a scientist. And, of course, it had action scenes that I believe Kojima himself said he was inspired by. Great film. Mm. Uh, are there any other films that give you the feel of a specific game or game series without actually being based on said game all the best Najib in brackets the vacuum fella um, hmm. that's a really good that's one that's an interesting question and yeah. can I just add in there that the original um, <clears throat> character model for Big Boss was Sean Connery um, really who was in oh the I can rock. see yeah. that yeah well if you look if you play the original Metal Gear on um, the MSX system not the one that is available on the HD collection because it's that the one with um, Michael Bean on the cover. <laughs> well, that's actually the NES. Yeah, it's that game. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, they redid the pixel art in the HD collection to make them look like Solid Snake and like Big Boss. But actually, if you if you look at just Google Image Search, the original Metal Gear when it first came out, it was yeah, it was kind of Michael Bean was definitely ripped off for uh, for Snake, and then uh, Sean Connery with the eye patch was used for Big that's, Boss. That's um, that's a nightmare, isn't it? Solid mm. Snake. Solid Snake. Solid Snake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I mentioned before that Fox thing. Die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine him saying all the different yeah. things. A cyborg ninja. <laughs> A cyborg ninja. Grey fox. Ah <laughs> uh, dear. Uh, I mentioned before the Gore Verbinski thing, which always makes me laugh. Gore Verbinski was going to do. Uh, a Bioshock movie and it fell through oh, yeah. but he Thank really goodness. wanted to do it and so he made this thing a cure for wellness which is actually totally is a totally different thing it's not really I'm not going to send you off and say go, go and watch a cure for wellness because it's like a, it's a Bioshock movie you never got it's very very different it's about a mental asylum uh, in a very very secluded sort of mountainous uh, like region but it's but it, there are there are some sort of similarities the isolation of the place it's got this weird green uh, colour filter and the sort of mm. look of the interiors of the asylum you get you do there are some sort of rapture vibes in there with some of the windows and stuff it, it, it's interesting he clearly was like had a head full of bioshock couldn't yeah. do it and then went and made another film and it definitely sort of rubbed off on it that but right, right. no in, in terms of like you know uh you know watch that film and it's and it's and it's a bit like because you never got a game of such and such a thing that's a bloody tough one um I mean, it, so often it, it happens the other way around. Like, for instance, Sifu was very much like, you know, The Raid, but a game. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, in a really cool way, in a good way. I, I like The Raid a lot. Um, mm. but Again, no. though, didn't play Sifu because of its roguelike things. Oh. Put, off by, put me off. Love oh, martial arts. Yeah, Love The Raid. Yeah. Roguelike, get out of my face. No, that's diff That's very different, Sifu. I think you'd quite like Sifu. That's quite forgiving. 
That oh, doesn't, doesn't really take last much thing away. I need is another game on my list. <laughs> it's, Don't it's tell me actually, that. In fact, it's the opposite. When you die, you get older, but the upshot is, is that you get stronger. So it's every like me time, in real life, isn't it? Exa- well, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, you keep coming like back, it. and you have got a bit of grey hair, and you're a bit older, but your punches now do way more damage. But then mm. you you also take more damage. So it's actually kind of an interesting thing. Yeah, that's another one you should definitely try. <sighs> I think that's because that's you'd absolutely love the um the fights on that game. They're outrageous. Yeah. Oh, okay, um, bloody hell. Get it, get it on the list. Uh, anyway, yeah. thank you. That that should just about do us because we're uh, we're rambling on. Um, oh, seems a bit abrupt. Yeah, well, we're going over time, so, you know, got to, got oh, to, no. got to crack on, got to crack on. Don't we on. owe them a bit of time from last week? Uh, no, don't owe them Not anything. really. Well, it's nah. just, you know. We owe, we owe you nothing. We, we don't owe you shit. Go and watch... <laughs> I, had, um, I had COVID. Go, yeah. <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> I'll tell you what, go and watch the sliced alone film Driven, because it's the best Gran Turismo movie you never got. Although, actually, oh, they, are now, they are now doing a Gran Turismo Gosh. movie. Did you see who they've cast in it as well? Yeah, it was someone really bonkers, wasn't Jerry it? Jerry Halliwell. <laughs> or oh, sorry, Jerry Horner, as she's known. What on earth are they thinking? <laughs> Jerry Halliwell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, faithful to the source material. Fair play I mean, to them. <laughs> if you want to put me off the film altogether, congratulations, you've done it. Oh, yeah, because you were so interested before. Well, no, but it's like, well, the idea of a Gran Turismo <laughs> film is inherently stupid already. Oh. But then, ah, but Ginger Spice is in it, though. Oh, mm. all right, then, yeah. Oh, you sold me on the idea. <laughs> Fucking hell. Anyway, I'm interested. Um, <laughs> Are you? Get oh, off okay. Snapchat. Get off Instagram. Get yourself on Twitter. At RichieW82. Mm. At JoshyWise. Yep. Uh, at videogamer.com uh, with your tweets. Yeah. Email uh, podcast at videogamer.com yeah. with your uh, rambles. Ask us about your movies, your vacuum cleaners, whatever you like. Um, be nice if you could be a legitimate follower instead of a sort of sexy bot on Twitter. Mm, that would be nice. That, yeah, that, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Go and uh, like Rich's tweet that he did the other week, which is quite funny. <laughs> um, you didn't uh, like it. You saw I, it and thought it was funny. It was like, I did, good, no, I didn't. Funny, no, don't, no, that's I the like whole it. thing. I didn't even see it. Don't uh, you remember? You said, oh, I tweeted about that. I laughed uh, yeah, on yeah, air yeah, earlier. Yeah, and I went, oh, I didn't. All right, all right. The Twitter gods didn't even serve me that one up. Oh, maybe um, I'll have to set up an $8 standing order. <laughs> Get you blue Tick oh, sorted. God. Um, isn't that a superhero, the blue tick? The t- well, he's the tick and he's blue. He's not called oh, right. the blue tick. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway, thanks to uh, Adam Cook, Andy V and Colin Mahone for the music. And we mm-hmm. will talk to you again uh, next week. But it's goodbye from me, goodbye. And it's goodbye from Rich Walker. Goodbye. <laughs>